Oh, 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 cheeky monkeys. Get on with it. Toffee, toffee. It's black cap. Hashtag Buckheaders. That's magnificent. Hello, John. Up and down. Well done. Bye bye. Come on! Hello and welcome to ABW Live. How the devil are we, listeners? Um, I'm not very happy. John Welsh has only just turned up. I'm really annoyed with John Welsh at the moment. John, how are you? Don't smirk at me. I'm, I'm good. I was, don't I was come in here and don't smirk when you're late. I know. I was looking for the uh, unmute button. Sorry, mate. I apologise. <laughs> you're forgiven because of you. Okay. Right. Um, hello, listeners. How are we? As you can tell, I'm not happy. We're going to try to have a swearing-free show tonight, because otherwise every other word is going to be obscene. Um, with me tonight, we have a good bit of a sweet tooth tonight. So joining me is Cupcake. <laughs> it's Josh Dorr. Say hello, wow. Josh. Wow. Cupcake. Really? I couldn't think of a Welsh cake earlier, which is why I just called you Welsh cake earlier. Yeah, yeah, but Welsh cake is like a Welsh cake. Is that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. Well, Welsh cakes are lovely. Oh, yeah. One of them. Cheers, Welsh cake. <laughs> good man. Good man. Um, also joining me, as you can tell, he's already been chastised <laughs> once. Um, it's, uh, it's it's beefcake. It's John Welsh. <laughs> beefcake. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take that. Uh, you're more urinal cake, to be fair. I, 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 I was thinking of um, uh, South Park beefcake. Beefcake. Oh, yeah, that's probably more accurate, to be fair. Hey, Definitely. You, you and me both. Say hello, John. Hello, John. Um, Apol- Apologise to listeners, John. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry I was late. <laughs> Thank you. Right, OK, let's get into this um, chat box. First in the box was Jackasaurus. He just said, sack him. Um... <clears throat> Sorry, I, I am I'm losing my the will to live today, guys. I do apologise. Archie was in the box then. There was Ron Reed, Gunner93, um, Julian Salmon's in there again. Hello, Julian. Piano regular. Alex Gunas there. there. Um, bum, bum, bum. Dark Clown is there. J-Rob smashes in with donation and says, it's time, people. Um, Phil McHenry's there. And 235100. J Rob again, Cap N Hex is there, K Man 1867, John Bernstein, Loki 73, uh, Walls World's there. If I've missed you, I'm sorry. Uh, we've had another donation and it's Michael Harneman. And Michael smashes in the donation and he says, Seven games that to win under Emery. Woeful from Arsenal again. Players don't want to play under Emery anymore. It's clear to see. Leaving Lark on the pe- and Pepe on the bench today sums him up. It's hard to argue with that. Um, John, straight to you. Lineups. Um, don't spend too long on this. But Xhaka back in the team. Aubameyang captain. I was surprised that Aubameyang started in this game. And what it looked like at the, be- at the beginning was a back three when the lineup was announced. Um, talk us through it, please. Um, yeah, when I saw the lineup, uh, I thought it was going to be a back three because obviously you saw the three centre backs listed, or well, actually four because Chambers is a centre back, really. But um, yeah, David Luiz ended up playing more of a defensive midfield role. We've seen him do it a couple of times for Chelsea in the past. I think he's maybe done it once or twice for Brazil. 
a few of us have said on here a couple of times that you know it might be worth giving him a go in there and I actually thought he looked quite good um it was good to see Xhaka back I'm glad they brought him back for a home game and they didn't wait till the away game or anything like that um you know, for what it's worth, he got a decent reception, I thought, for most of the fans and was applauded off and everything when he did go off. So, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised he started at Bamiyang, to be honest, because every game for him, he has to win. I mean, it's pretty much writing on the wall anyway, and he's probably going to go regardless, but he's got to go out there and try and win every single game. So you put your best striker out on the pitch. I suppose, I suppose. Um, Josh... Half empty stadium, the game, it started off, it was turgid, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think on the half empty stadium, we've got to consider the fact that the away fans were banned from it. And they'd also stopped Reb members buying tickets because, you know, they could easily, someone from Frankfurt can sign up as a Reb member, get straight in and get into the stadium that way. So I think that's one of the reasons why we saw such an empty stadium. Because it's down think, to season I, ticket I, I, holders. I think the bigger reason is the football we've been playing recently. Let's be fair, okay? I mean, um, that's part of it, totally. Yeah, Chase, but yeah. we've always seen it at these two o'clock kick. Uh, sorry, eight o'clock kickoffs, twenty on twenty one hundred, whatever. Um, kickoffs. We've always seen poor attendances for them in uh, Europa League uh, for these I, dead rubber games. I, I, I flip around and say, you know, I, I, yeah, you are right, it's dead rubber. <laughs> it, well, yeah. it should be a dead rubber, but it may not be now. But um, you're looking at this. If that was Barcelona in town, it would be a full house, wouldn't it? You know, it's it's one of those. Um, yeah, but my, you know, if my aunt had a cock, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> How is your aunt? Is she well? Uh, she's got a massive cock. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Gabriel Gamal Kaufman smashes in with a, a, a donation, and he says, "Oh, ha ha! For fuck's sake, tell a joke. Cheers up, please." I think we're all feeling like that at the moment, Gabriel. I think it's just. I don't know what to say. Let's just get into the game. Um, Josh, sticking with you. Um, five minutes in. The, the most exciting thing to happen is Unai Emery gets asked to change his jacket by the way for officials. You know, we started off, there was no zip to our game. We controlled it, but there was there was no intensity, was there? No, it was a kind of we were controlling it because like Frankfurt were trying to work out what our game plan was going to be before they did anything. And when they realised that it was going to be a kind of slow and steady, you know, it's like Barcelona, but without any of the bite kind of stuff. It's just that passing between the back, not really doing anything hugely with our movement. And yeah, as you say, the most interesting thing was the fact that Emery had to change his coat because they thought he might be a Frankfurt player. And uh, just doing various different shots at the away end. Um, I think we saw more action in there than anywhere else in that first half. Yeah, it, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty putrid. Um, oh, Eleven minutes in, John Willock gets in Aubameyang's way um, for a great cross from Saka. Oh, it was just a sign of things to come, wasn't it? Yeah, because I, I actually thought we looked okay in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. We were controlling the ball quite well. I thought the midfield looked pretty solid. Louise and Jacka seemed to be playing off each other well. And But we know 
Um, how exciting Martinelli's been. I think he's been a bit of a rele- uh, revelation this season. No one really expected him to be hitting the ground running so quick. And Saka as well, we know what pace he's got. But again, it's the decision-making. And Willock is kind of that ilk. I've always I've really enjoyed watching him this season. I think he's played really well. He's done some great things. He's scored a couple of goals. But at times, either times his run wrong or doesn't get on, you know, or makes the wrong decision with a pass when he should shoot and vice versa. Um, yeah, and it was just little things like that that weren't going right tonight. But I actually thought first 20 minutes in the game, I didn't think we were too bad. I mean, when you're comparing it to how we have been playing, you know, it might look amazing in comparison. But this is this is the thing, okay? As as, as much as, as there was no zip to the game, okay? Um, it, it You know, in, in comparison to what came afterwards, it wasn't too bad, was it? You know, this is, this is the yeah, I, I thought the, the breaks we had, I thought Martinelli was really bright. I thought Saka was bright. You could see they were really scared of his pace and struggling to deal with it at the start of the game. Aubameyang's always a threat, obviously. Uh, Frank Fett will know that from his time playing at Dortmund as well. So, um, And Willock was making those good late runs into the box that we've seen him do most of the season when he's got to play in a position where he can get forward a little bit more. So... I was you at the moment. It's trying to grasp onto anything to be excited about. So when the young players are on the pitch, I'm just like, look, we know we're not having a good time. We know Unai is going to most likely go at some point. Um, so it's just cling on to whatever you can. So at the moment, it's sort of just pinning my hopes and, and watching them and enjoying watching their development. No, absolutely. Um, unique seventy nine, the magnificent unique seventy nine smashes in donation, and he says adios and bonus no chess and I. You are finished. Um, yeah, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, Josh, we then see Luis going down in Jed in that, in that play. Um, he caught a bit of an elbow in the chest. Um, he turned onto the pitch, but from that point onwards, he looked like he was out, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened to him, whether or not it was like he felt like he was winded, so it kind of continued on, but. After a while, yeah, when the substitution kind of came in, because of uh, you know Emery's kind of form, he kind of wondered whether or not he just made a mistake, and he finally realised that oh, I was going to play, you know, the other big guy with curly hair in midfield rather than Louise. But I thought initially him kind of coming in looked like a good plan for it. Um, you could tell he's a manager under pressure when you put a lineup out like that. You know, players that he kind of trusts, nothing too spectacular in it, to be honest. And then the likes of Pepe on the bench uh, and a, over a kid that he's kind of used to in Saka. But as you say, yeah, Louis coming off, I think changed the game for us a little bit. It made a massive difference, to be fair. Um, but John, uh, we see, we, we, we won a corner um, and Ronaldo, the keeper, made a really good save from Martinelli, a snapshot from Martinelli at the corner, and then goes on, um, Fernandez clears off Martinelli header straight afterwards. Um, you know, we, we, we did have our moments, didn't we? You know, I don't think it was great, but we were having our moments at this point. Yeah, and I think that it's, it's the one thing I would say, if you can try and pull any positive out of, Unai Emery in his time at Arsenal is that he has given the youngsters a chance and really put his faith in them, sometimes to a fault and it's, it's backfired a little bit on him because I think he has overplayed some of them. 
But, you know, no one expected Martinelli realistically to be playing first team like regular football. I think a lot of us thought he'll be an under twenty three player and maybe get some. He hasn't played regularly football, has he? He's only well, played... no, he's played a lot in the Europa yeah. League and he's come on as a sub and stuff. But I don't think anyone expected him to realistically get into the team this season. I think most people were thinking, oh, he's going to be under twenty threes and then maybe next year or maybe alone or something. Um but yeah, he's done brilliant. And I, I just love his work rate. Um he's got a real eye for goal. He can really sniff out where a ball's going to drop as well. And, you know, a lot of the time he's been playing wide and not as the main striker, which is apparently his, you know, preferred position. So, um, yeah, I think they were a little bit unlucky there because the keeper made some good saves and it was a good block off the line. And maybe if one of those goes in, it's a slightly different game and we get the goal a bit earlier. And it's, you know, because I think after that is when, you know, and Louise coming off in particular, we started to really slow down and regress and, and Frankfurt started to short kind of get a bit more of a foothold in the game. If one of those goes in, then maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe, maybe. Um, Jamie Fitzgerald, or Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald's his DJing name. Do, 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 do. I wish I could do that motion. Um, sorry, but, um, a bit, that was awful, wasn't it? Um, only one man can fix this now. Nuno Espirito Santo. Well, maybe. Um, Tieno Bari smashes in the donation as well. And he says £10 contribution to my severance fee. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh, but I, I just, I've had enough. It, 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 do, you know what, do you know how difficult it was to sort of get ready for this today? John Welsh is late, as usual, because that's how he rolls, okay? And, just, and Josh is, well, I'm not going to tell you what Josh was doing, because that was bad, okay? And then we get to talk about just just that. It, it, it's not fun anymore, guys. It's it's not been fun for a long time. Um, right, okay, so John, uh, Josh, sorry. Um, a, bit, a little bit of magic from the Staffian Chambers down the right. Um, that cheered me up a bit. Really nice little bit of interplay to get us moving forward. The guys at the back in possession seemed a lot more comfortable than our midfield at this point, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. I think with that kind of change that had happened with Gwenduzi coming on for Louise, lost that little bit of control in the midfield. Uh, he is a bit more, what's the word I want to use? Erratic? Should we go with erratic in possession uh, compared to Louise? Uh, Xhaka was, I think he'd also been hit at that time, hasn't he? as well. So he was going around on one leg. But as you say, in terms of Mustafi, I think he quietly had a very good game this evening. Uh, and Chambers is, you know, he of this season has been, I wouldn't say a shining light, but he's kind of flickering compared to the rest of the kind of darkness we have seen. Uh, he's been really good for us in that kind of right back position, especially whilst uh, Bellerin has kind of come back into the team. Yeah, I, I, what, what kind of annoys me, and I, I don't know what you guys think of this, but could you imagine if these guys, um, you know, were in a good setup? I, you know, I, th- I think, I think you could see an awful lot of players getting, getting quite a bit of stick at the moment, really shining. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I really genuinely believe that, you know, there, there are people on the pop with this squad and yet, we know there are issues, and we know there are issues from from setup and tactical and, and tactics and what have you. 
But I think, you know, we could, you know, these guys could easily be performing a lot better. You look at Mustafi's performances this season and you look at our Premier League performances and how he hasn't had a start in the Premier League is a bit of a disgrace, in my opinion. Okay. Now, you can disagree with me, that's fine. Okay. But, um, uh, you know, I, I, I look at it and I just think, you don't need a team for superstars, but you need a team for of people working together. And we haven't got that under under Unai, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, go on. I think it's kind of come full circle, as you say. The te- the squad now is better than it was two seasons ago, and at that point, I think we could say that the manager was better than the squad. Now we've kind of seen the inverse. We're getting the same kind of results but it now seems to be that the manager is more the problem in this squad. We're kind of underrating it compared to overrating the previous kind of two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult, isn't it? Um, John, after 30 minutes, Luis um, is replaced by Gwen Doozy. Um, you get, you see some sensational um, closing down from Martinelli. From a Mustafi long ball, which um, which Frankfurt picked up, that kind of summed up Martinelli tonight, didn't it? He was all over the place. He, he, you know, he's on top. He's running his channel. He's working hard. He's a bit of a highlight of a poor season. Yeah, he is, and that's it's the only way you can try and have keep yourself cheered up at the moment, other than talking to you miserable fuckers half the time. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. I've sworn already. Sorry. Uh, oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, why? 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 But no, he's, I, I love his work rate and his effort and he's got a little bit of snidey dirtiness about him as well. He likes to stick the boot in. Um, and there's been a few players who've spoken about him in training sessions, how he just will not leave them alone. He doesn't give defenders any time in the ball. And, you know, when you're a young player, you have to show that kind of commitment um, to try and get yourself into the team more often. And I think, to be fair, on his performances this season, there's been an argument for him starting more games that, than he has already. So, yeah, I, I, those little bits in the game is what you take out and you try and be happy with it. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's at the point where it's... It's the, I don't even know what's the point in Laney Minunai anymore because we say this. We've been saying the same things for probably over a year now about some of these substitutions or tactics or you know whatever it is. So I, 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 we've been saying the same things for over a year, okay, you know, But actually, did you realise? And I'm going to get a bit petty now because I've seen some. We, we had a we had a two star um, iTunes rating last month. Okay, I checked our iTunes ratings. And I can't remember who gave us the nice one. And I got to apologise. You will have a shout out next time. I'm going to find it now. But it's some guy called Iggy gives a two star rating because we defended Xhaka. <laughs> Honest to God, guys. Okay, <laughs> you know you couldn't write. Did you just look at it again? Iggy, you're a bit of a dick, isn't you? you know what I mean? What, what's all that about? You know, you, you know that's that's Chris Carpenter's other iTunes account, don't you? <laughs> 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 I guarantee you on that same point, we probably said something nice about Xhaka and something bad about Gwendozi and that was it, he done. Yeah. Did he put um, in the end bring back Cockerlan or anything like that? Or? No, he didn't. But Rocky Balboa, you are a star for the five-star rating, my friend. So thank you ever so much. Here he is, Iggy8UK. Uh, probably the last time I listened to this podcast. 
after the last two episodes. Iggy, good. Take care. Ta-da, you petty dick. Um, but no, no, that, that was a bit of fun now. It's like, yeah, you know, you read something, you just think, oh, mate, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's been really difficult watching this. And um, uh, Josh, after the, you know, after sort of 40 minute mark, Frankfurt have got back into the game. Um, look, no offense. I think the replacement in midfield is fairly obviously the reason for that. We lost all control of midfield. And whereas we weren't exactly set in the world alight, um, all of a sudden we're, we're nowhere. Yeah, we went from two in front of the back four to just a single in Shaka, just shielding that back four. And we've seen it time and time again. Uh, I think everybody who has watched Arsenal knows that Xhaka on his own can't shield a back four to save his life. So why we then decide to not sit one of Willock or Guendouzi next to him, I, I've got no idea. But as you say, that looked to be looked to be the cause of uh, of that issue is our inability to hold on to the possession. And then because we don't have possession, we didn't have the screen in front of our back four that we really needed. Absolutely. Uh, right. Um, Brendan Almeida smashes in with 10 Aussie dollary dues and he says, for the Movember fund, gents, where is FK? Carpenter out. Nobody knows what FK is. F- I think FK's... Um, still worshiping the statue of Arsene Wenger, and I don't blame him to be fair. Um, as for Carpenter, the poor pirate, I don't know, I haven't seen him this week. I need to catch up with the pirate, I need to wind him up on Gwendozi. That'll happen in a bit. Um, so thank you, Brendan, you're an absolute star. Um, yeah, all donations tonight, guys. All donations in November go to November, so um. Yeah, you're accounting for a bit out of a bit of a jolt here, Josh. I need to donate to that as well this week. So yeah. Your work aren't gonna be happy, are they? He's talking, I think he's on mute. Yeah, I am. Right. It's because I was busy coughing. Um <laughs> See, look, yeah. that, that's a professional. <laughs> See, I'm muted when I was coughing. Um yeah, all I was saying is I'm not looking like a pedo for nothing. I'd see, I think you look like a mass murderer. I don't think you look like a pedo. A I, haven't got a pa- I haven't got a patio, mate. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the only thing that's holding me back, is the inability to put them under my patio. Uh, hey, Jim Housen's back in the box, and he smashed in the donation, and he says, um, uh, Raul is the Spanish Edward Wood. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Actually, Jim, we're going to be speaking about Raul a little bit later, because he's the one... Oh, sorry, Jace. Before we jump on as well, we got a PayPal donation from uh, Jonas Berg. Um, let's focus on the positive boys. It's Black, it's Black Friday soon, so maybe we can find a decent coach at a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, on a positive note, Casanova, the Spud fan, is back in the box. Hello, Casanova. How are you? He was good oh. value last week, lads. So... Um, yeah, be tidy to him. He's not a dick, to be fair to him. So he's all right. This where was all. where was he when they were shit? Um, but he's still here. So there's, there'll always oh, be. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, uh, oh, it's a bit difficult that one, isn't it? Um, right. Okay, so let's get on with this because oh, I'm just going to live. To be fair, um, Renault saves from um, oh, a Willock after some good work from uh, Chambers and Saka. 
Um, Xhaka looks as if he's going off injured. Picks up a bit of a, a, a knock on the knee. He goes off but comes back on. Whilst he's off, though, John, guess what? Go on, then. We score. We score goals. I know. Well, it was, yeah, just a bit of yeah. break. Um, some good, smart play from Saka. You know, he's looked up. He's 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 looked across and uh, and seen Martinelli in space. Uh, runs at his man and fires it in. I think Jack, at first I thought Saka would like, just let it run across him. But he actually did go for the shot and just mistimed it. Um, but Aubameyang, just very calm. I think John Hartson on BT spoke about it, how he's not running. He's just walking, finding his space. He does the right thing. You know the keeper's going to be going one way following the ball. You just try and curl it. Make sure you hit the target. Fair to the keeper. He gets a little bit unlucky because he nearly pushes it out off the bar and nearly made a really incredible save with his foot. But, um, yeah, goes in and a bit of luck and we needed it. So, at that point, I was like, it's come a bit later than I wanted in the game, but I'll take it and maybe, you know, it will give the boys a bit of a boost because I thought, although we had obviously very low attendance tonight and everything, I thought the fans that did turn up were really good and they were vocal and you could hear them trying to cheer the team along and stuff at times. Not so much towards the end of the game, obviously, understandably. But I thought they were trying to GM up as much as they could. So, yeah, it, it was nice to see it. And it was nice that Martinelli and Saka were involved in the goal as well because I thought they were both really bright tonight. Yeah, I thought they were two really good balls. Um, uh, I thought Saka got lucky in missing that because if he had connected, he, uh, he's not scoring. You know, no, that, that, that might have gone out for a throw-in if he'd <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, his shape was all wrong. It was just, don't do it, Timmy, don't do it. But um, uh, the, 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 Josh, the, the half ends with um, uh, Ronaldo with a really good save with his legs. Um, uh, you had Tierney cutting at a really good counter-attack and Xhaka slipping and, miss, and shooting wide. Not the most enjoyable half of football, but going at one nil up, we, we're happy at that point, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, the last four minutes, they were kind of great, weren't they? Yeah. And as you kind of say, we have seen many a performance this season where we've not played well and we've won. So you're kind of thinking, oh, it's one of these games again. I've seen one of these, saw some of them last season as well. They're kind of like, yeah, it'll be fine. We hadn't really seen anything from Frankfurt either that was truly like scary. Mm. Everything they did did do to us was a little bit tame. But yeah, half time then came. And yes. they made a substitution. <laughs> uh, I, 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 you know, I, they, they'd come into the game at the end of the first half, to be fair to them. I know they had never, never shot on goal, but they had come into that into that first half. We were lucky. I thought we did well to score and put a bit of pressure on, but that was the first half. Um, so there's 300 of you watching right now. Uh, and after watching that game, Christ, what do you, you guys must be at uh, sadomasochist because putting yourself through listening to us after watching that is just awful. It's just really, really awful. So thank you for your support. Um, but there's 300 of you watching. And John, 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 how many likes have I got, John? Uh, I had to look then because I haven't actually checked. You've only got 60, Jace. Yeah, that's right, John. Now, John, 360, okay? There's a bit of a difference there, isn't there? I'm not a mathematician, but I think those two numbers are different. 
Okay, so if you were a Tory Party MP or a Labour Party MP, because we've got opportunities to slang everybody off here, okay, what would you think um, the likes should be? Um, well, if I was an MP for either of those parties, I'd probably think 60 because I'd be a fucking idiot, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was hoping they were going to go for 400,000. <laughs> okay, 400,000 it should be. Now, look, people, okay? Look, on a serious note, Unai Emery looked really, really unhappy tonight. It was quite awful to see. So, do you know what would cheer Unai up? And what might get this team playing better? Some likes for a Bergkamp Wonderland. That's right. They play better when you tappy tappy the like button. This is the way it goes, okay? Let's not mess about, okay? You're happy to come in here. You're happy to get your free content. Oh, yeah. You love all that, don't you? You love watching us down in the dumps and unhappy and, you know, just ready to cry. And it's, it's, it's just it's painful. But you thrive off our misery. And I understand that. And I appreciate that. But what I don't like is you're coming in here and you're not tapping that like button. It's just not on. Don't be all Unai Emery. Be invincible, Arsene Wenger. You know what I mean? Have a bit of swagger. I'll take a bit of pride in your listening habits. Tap the like button. I expect 150 T likes. Too sweet, please. You're up to 88. It's just really not good enough, is it? No, it's fucking well not. And I've sworn, and I swore I wouldn't swear tonight. That's what you've done to me, people. You're worse than Unai Emery because you're not tapping the like button. So stop messing about. Stop embarrassing yourselves, okay? Stop bringing shame upon your family name, okay? Start tapping that like button and let's get going. we got a podcast to do and we're going to damn well do it. Tappy tappy, let's get going. And with that, Michael Hahnemann smashes into the donation and he says, um, we're the same points off fourth as we are off the team in 17th. Says something about the state we're in. Michael, it does indeed, pal. It really does. And it's sad times. Um, Josh, um, second half kicks off. There's a brilliant counter-attack. Um, Chambers to Guendouzi. Nice ball from Guendouzi to Martinelli. First time. Um, Martinelli uh, um, to Willock and Renau saves from Willock. We started off well, didn't we? We did. It was, uh, yeah, we kind of got that kind of, uh, the goal before really put fire in our belly, I think. And Aubameyang had kind of fired up the whole team up and was good to see that kind of counter-attack because we hadn't really seen us put together a passing move like that in the first First half? Yeah, first half. Oh, sorry. Uh, missed that right. bit. Uh, um, I didn't think I needed to say it. I thought it was implied. I thought Josh had just stopped talking because someone said, why is Hitler on the show, to be honest, in the chat box, for anyone who's listening back to oh, me Nicky Wilson. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. So I, wow. I think Josh looks closer to Dennis Rader, who, if you don't know who he is, Look up a killer called BTK. So, yeah, he's a serial killer. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't realise Jeremy Corbyn was on this show as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, th I still think Josh has got a bit of the Jeffrey Dahmer's about him again. Mm -hmm. Somebody else put that in the box earlier on. 
I really enjoyed that. Has think... anybody got, uh, you know, like a, a pop culture reference that isn't from the 80s or older? No. Oh, we haven't actually, no, sorry. <laughs> we, look, you millennials are all the same. We used to have serial killers back in our day. You would take them time and work for years. It's all spree killing now. There's no style in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. What with the... Um... Oh no, we're getting on to yeah, no, this, 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 let's leave yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I won't. Off from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no one wants to bring up Ian Huntley's name. And... <laughs> um, we have um, a Frankfurt fan in the box, Julius01 is in there, and he's having a bit of a laugh. Congratulations, Julius. Um, well, you've got your boys beat us tonight, well, tonight, and quite frankly, we deserved it so. It's just the way it is, okay? Um, you know, oh, it, it's just, it's painful, Julius, but congratulations, fella. I hate saying it, but there you go. Um, right, okay, so, yeah, um, we, Chambers smashes went over then, um, Josh, I'm not sorry, John, um, there's some really nice work from Jacka down the side. The second half, it started off okay at this point, hadn't it? Yeah, we came out well. I think, obviously, the, the late goal sort of buoyed the team a bit and not Frankfurt, who they're not the same team as last season. They're not having a great time in the Bundesliga. So, um, I just it just gave a bit of confidence. And I think also it kind of brought the crowd back on top. I think just a little bit where Xhaka did go off injured and people thought maybe he was going to be subbed. You know, he got up, he applauded. The fans, a lot of them clapped. Some of them stood up and applauded and everything. So, it felt like there was a little bit of a mending there. So I think that probably boosted the team a little bit and they felt, oh, OK, you know, there is a way back for Xhaka because the team clearly do like him. They think a lot of him. So I think that helps. Um, so it looked bright and I thought, look, no, no one's no one was ever thinking, oh, if Uno wins this game, he's going to keep his job. I think it's more a case of when rather than if. But you still have to go into every game trying to win it. And I thought, well, you know, Perhaps the players are responding to the fact that the manager's about to lose, looks like he's going to lose his job and they are responding to the knocks and stuff. And now, I, don't get me wrong, I thought that up until about the, what was it? When did, when did, we, when did we concede? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that up until the 50, uh, 55th minute. And then after that, I kind of went, hmm, maybe actually they don't really like a manager very much and they want him to be sacked. <laughs> maybe, just maybe. Um, Ed Loud smashes in the donation. And he says, um, uh, the magnificent Ed Loud, by the way, guys. If we give Ed Loud a round of applause, please. Um, PayPal won't work for me. Here's a little towards November. Thanks for the content, lads. Let's hope we win our next game. Come on, you gooners. Yeah, that's a solid shout there, Ed. Thank you ever so much, mate. Really, really do appreciate it. You are a rock star. Thank you, pal. Um, <coughs> Josh. Uh Kamada, 54 minutes. Um, it comes from a throw-in. Um, Guendouzi not sharp enough to cut the ball out. Socrates nowhere. Um, and it's a nice finish, to be fair. It's a nice finish, but it's one all. Yeah, I know I'm kind of getting a bit apathetic against Arsenal when the first my first reaction to that goal is, oh, that's a good finish. And not, for fuck's sake, bloody hell, Arsenal. Um, yeah, because I really like that goal. I thought it was really good. And yeah, I can't say anything bad about it because I thought, that's amazing. I really like that goal. It's just a shame it was against us. 
Uh, and as you say, you've gone through everybody that's at fault, and it's just oh, oh, well, you left one out, me sir, me sir. I've got oh. something to pick on. Oh. Is it Martinez? No, no. Oh, Martinez couldn't yeah. do anything about that. That's a great goal. He couldn't yeah. see anything. Um, Socrates, when you're playing as a centre back, if there's a guy with the ball who's running at your goal, you're supposed to close him down and make it really difficult for him to get the shot off. Not stand there and look at him and go, "Well, that's nice," and then let him take a shot. That was honestly is pathetic. I you think I was going to say you think Jace would uh, mention about a goal conceded and not bring Socrates into it. Excuse me, the, 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 the guy could be on the bench and he'll still blame the fucker. <laughs> I'd like to back Josh up for this. To be fair, okay, I have standards to uphold here. You know, I begrudgingly have to give Socrates, um, you know, credit whenever he does something well. Okay, so when he makes a mistake, I'm on it like a tramp on chips. You know, let's not make no bones here, okay? So, Kratis' performance tonight was one of the all-time lows of football. I would say, do you uh, remember that bit of pace he showed, though? I mean, that was all his energy oh, for the whole oh, half. Oh, hey, he got oh, back whoa, whoa, quick. Whoa, whoa. That geezer had started to slow down five minutes before Socrates started running back. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Um, it was a well-taken goal from Kamada, wasn't it? Oh, it's, it's a great finish, and don't you? I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but why, as a defender, you just stand off him and don't close him down? It's bizarre. I don't get it. it it's it's so basic, simple stuff, you know. And just that substitution they made at half time, and they reshuffled their team slightly in the shape. And I think they were getting Kostic on the ball a lot more, Kamada as well, obviously. Um, yeah, and it just helped, and we just fell off in the game basically the moment that goal came went in. Absolutely. Um, Arnold, who is in the box, and he's another Frankfurt fan. Um, he says a thousand Frankfurt fans in the stadium. Psst, we weren't allowed. Um, I, I've got to say, absolutely love that. Got their tickets, got into the stadium, yeah. then immediately put their scarves and their Frankfurt hats on everything. <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy that, actually. I did enjoy that. Um, there's a couple of comments about Spuds and Mr. Corbin. Can we keep those out of the box, please, guys? I'm, I don't want that in the box, please. Okay, that's not good on that road. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, let's just keep away from that. And then I, the one thing, do you know when you're, you're stood there and you're just thinking, I'm not sure how this can get any worse. And then there's it all is substituted on to replace Martinelli. And I genuinely thought... Are you pulling my plonker tonight? Um, Josh, talk me through it, please. Because Benza Ozil in general. <laughs> Just <laughs> the enigma that is. I would um before we do, Jamie Fitzgerald, slide oh Fitzgrade, sorry, sliding hey, no, in. Fitzgerald, Fitzgrade is his Fitzgrade. Yeah, sorry. Uh Commander reminded him of Rosicki. I get that. I do get that. Um you 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 liked Commander, didn't you? I did. I really did like him. Oh, I liked his second goal as well. And I'd like to thank Meza Ozil for not closing him down. <laughs> you fucking lazy shit. But yes. Uh yeah, I thought Ozil coming on. You know what? You're like, yeah. Okay, we kind of need him at this point. I mean, it was nice for him to show up, I suppose. I I can't really say any more. Is one of those though. If you're thinking Unai, you need to save your job. 
Who are you going to bring on to help you save your job? Yeah, that's right. It's the, the guy that you've told to fuck off for the most of the season. Yep. Top man management there. Oh, it just, it didn't I didn't. I did not get that at all. Um, before I say it, we got another donation from uh, Johnny Gardner. Uh, it says Nuno is a small club hire. If we want to win major honours again, we need an elite level manager. This is just a small thanks for all the hours you put in, lads. Uh, so thank you, Johnny. That's much appreciated. Um, that, that substitution, like Josh said, I did get it because we all know how good as always, and we we need a goal. We want to win the game, obviously. Um, but it completely changes the balance of the team. You've been playing all night with one striker and two wide men who are pacing and attacking. You take Martinelli off. If you're going to take one of those two wide players off, for me, it's got to be Saka over Martinelli. I thought Martinelli was the better of the two. And Saka is looks the, you know, doesn't look like he's got the legs sometimes to play the full 90. Not a knock on him, he's just a young player. It's, it's a development thing he'll get to. Um but the moment you put Ozil out there, it totally disjoints the whole team. So you have to reshuffle it. Maybe you have to force Willock wide or change the shape slightly. And it just didn't do it. And Ozil just ended up playing out wide. And then we, we lose a wide man completely on that side. You lose all that threat there. Um, and to be honest, I kind of felt like it wasn't like Ozil hiding, but he just didn't really do a lot. He was the wrong player for the system, wasn't he? Yeah. He was totally the wrong player to bring on in that system. And it was a massive, it was an epic fail. It was an absolute epic fail. And it was just a joke. Um, Josh, my next note is Socrates gives the ball away when he's trying to break out, um, leading to it. Martinez having to make a save. There you go. That's another dig at Socrates. But after 63 minutes, because you like this guy so much, um, Commander scores, okay, and from a corner, nobody covering the edge of the box, and I mean nobody. Oh, we yeah. were all lined up, like, on six yards, um, and a really well-taken shot, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so, uh, for those that didn't or haven't seen the goal, there's, like, basically all ten of our outfield players in the six-yard box. And then Frankfurt have left three players outside the box waiting to pick up anything that comes out. And yeah, we win the header because we've got a million players in the box. Comes out and Kamada's just got to look at Ozil slowly ambling towards him, as is Gwendozi as well. I don't want to say it's all Ozil. There's also Gwendozi in there as well, Jace, so you can uh, tick that well, one off. I, 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 I'm, I'm holding back on that. Yeah. I, I, I... Yeah, yeah. Neither, neither get out quick enough and Kamada puts it in exactly the same place that he put his first goal it was another well taken finish and again completely preventable but we gave the guy the space and maybe we wanted to maybe we wanted to give him that space the, the thing I enjoyed most about that goal and it's strange to enjoy a goal that scored against us, other than the finish because it was a great finish because you still had to yeah. pick it out the spot um, was Martinez calling every single other player on our team a complete twat for not moving out of the box and closing down? Because no one did it. Don't be wrong, Ozil and Gwendizi were the two who were closest, but absolutely no one. They all just stood there and just went, oh, look, it's that geezer who scored that really good goal earlier. We'll just give him all the time in the world to pick whatever point he wants in the goal. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, you know, tonight these guys are coming off our park and other than a couple of them, 
how they can call themselves professional footballers is, is beyond me. It, it was, I, I have my issues with, with Unai Emery, but I've had them for a long time. Uh, I have my issues with Raul Sanlehi, and we'll get to that in a bit. But there's an awful lot of players tonight who were an absolute disgrace. Honestly, Jase, it was so bad, and I think the players want Emery out so much. Uh, I think they were a step away of giving the ball a guard of honour into the goal. <laughs> can, can you watch? Yeah. You can see yeah. it. Can you? you can see they were, it. They were that. Yeah, as John said, they just didn't give a fuck about getting out there. And <sighs> yeah, it was mad. I did I did genuinely feel after that second goal when we went down 2-1 that other than the kids, I would say, other than, say, Willock and Saka, honestly, it felt like a lot of the team just went, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Mm. And they would t- they'd get the ball and they were just like, I'm just walking with it. I'm not going to run. I'm not making any effort. Maybe Tierney still tries. It was genuinely, that's the first time I think since Emery's been there and since this has all been going on, especially the last couple of weeks. But seeing that after that second goal went in, it really felt like they were like, nah, I'm done. I'm not doing anything anymore. I, I, I genuinely, I, I don't think they've been trying for a while. Okay. But I think tonight they just didn't care what didn't show in it. Yeah, I think that was that was the difference. They weren't they weren't yeah. hiding it tonight, and it was uh, honestly only the kids. And I think it's just because of their age and the fact that they're so proud to play for Arsenal and they want to do well. Yeah, look, I, I I genuinely thought Tierney was putting an effort. I thought Mustafi was putting an effort. I thought um, I thought Gwendozi, you know, Gwendozi. I as much as I'll give him stick, there's no lacking effort with the boy. The boy will run all day. Okay, he he doesn't bring you anything. Really, he's not effective. But, you know, he'll run all day, you know. But um, uh, there you go. It's one nil now. Thanks, Rich. You know. Um, but, um, you know, they just they did not care. They just did not care, did they? Um, at this point, guys, they, they, the, the camera panned to Emery and he looked shell-shocked. Um, I think that's just his complexion, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had his complexion. Yeah, I wish I tanned like that, to be fair. But no, he just did not look good, did he? Um, He looked broken. He looked broken. Um, uh, You see then Torreira replacing Mustafi. Um, My next notes are, this is a flipping awful, this is flipping awful, embarrassing performance. Um, Saka goes down the penalty area, nothing given. Unai looks broken again. <laughs> um, it, it, look, that's the game. That's the game. It was it was a gutless performance. Can we mention one thing? Yeah, kind of. Saka's dive in the box. I just mentioned yeah. that. I, I don't. I don't. Sorry, think I, was, I was too busy laughing that Unai Emery's in the box at the moment. We have Unai Emery's in the. Chatting. In our chat box, yeah. In our chat box, Unai's in there. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, somebody's getting imaginative. I love like <laughs> it. <laughs> you mean that's not Unai Emery in there, Jace? I've I, I, I got to be honest with you. Okay? If I'm Unai Emery, I have the choice of facing the press, having to talk to Raul, having to look at those players, or being in our box, I'd be in our box. Yeah. Unai... 
as Jason said, you look terrible at the moment. What you really need is some extended time off, and we are happy to give that to you. Oh, and, oh. and a bumper payout as well. I'll give you five million to fuck off. Excuse me, excuse me. We have a little bit of a... We've got a bit of a troll in here. Um, oh, not another one. Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Have you not banned him already? Is it Danny the GFP? No, no, no. It's a guy called oh. Matty Newham. Oh. Oh, Matty. Oh, Matty. Yeah, how you came and you trolled me and gave us a like. And, I, and then uh, we I banned you away, oh, Matty. Yeah, I can't be fucked with the guy. I'm going to be oh. I swear again. Ah, oh, no, sorry. Um, Gabrielle Kaufman. <laughs> Gabrielle Gabriel, Gabriel Kaufman. And, uh, he's, like, he's piled in the duration and he says, ban all night, I dare you. <laughs> Might have to do that for shits and giggles, to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, look, it was, it was, it was painful. John, your thoughts uh, on the game then across to Josh, please, because I, I just can't be honest with you. We we you know we've been watching this, and and to be fair, this is since last season. Okay, yeah. it's it's just been happening since last season. During the four during the during the twenty two match unbeaten run, we spoke about performance. We spoke about the need of developing performance to um you know to build the team to to, to forge a way forward, and nothing happened. Um, um, you know. You'll be caught a bit of stick for that, mate, to be fair. Uh, yeah, we did, and I understood it why, because, you know, it's people just wanted results and wanted someone different from Arson, and I was exactly the same. I thought Arson should have gone a long time before, and um, sometimes you'll just take the results until you start to see improvements. But there was little worrying signs that were there at the start, even during that period, and it's continued, and you look at all the statistics and everything, it's just trended downwards, and... Look, I'm not saying I don't want Unai gone. Of course I do. I've wanted Unai gone for a long time. I thought we should have gone at the end of last season um, after the, the way the season finished. I'm not saying he's a bad manager. I'm not saying he's a bad person. Um, but sometimes clubs and managers just don't line up right for whatever reason. I don't think he's the right personality for the players. I think there's a language barrier um, that doesn't help with some of the players. I think some of his tactics they don't quite understand. And they clearly, they're just, whether it's a case of they don't respect him or they don't like him or whatever it is, they just don't have any faith in him. And it shows on the pitch. Um, and I, th I think until he goes, things are only going to get worse. That's our first home loss of the season, I think, now. Yeah. Um, and the issue, like we've said it for a little while now, and other podcasts have been saying it as well, and I think most fans are, it's beyond Unai now. We all we all know what's going to happen whilst he's manager. It's down to the, excuse me, it's down to the board, and more more pointedly, it's down to Rouse and Yehi more than anyone else. Um, yeah, the, the, change things. The, the, the board is inconsequential anymore. We yeah. know that. we know that from the issue. With them, with them wanting um, David O'Leary on the board, and it being said, uh, and them being told no by Raúl, this is all down to Raúl Sanlehi. All of it is down to him at this moment in time. Um, big shout out to Marty Newham who's come in with an apology. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, pal. Um, Josh, as John says, you know we've seen this develop. We've seen it. 
at this season, you know, after the end of last season, it, it was bad losing that final in the manner we did. And we could all see the reasons for that happening. They were pretty obvious. Um, and we've done nothing to address the areas that we needed to strengthen. Um, we've not done anything tactically or, or, or set-up-wise to address those areas. Um, it's just getting continually worse. And if we can see it and if we can identify it, what's happening with Raul? What, 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 what's the crack there? What's, what's I, think the crack? We, I think we brought in the players we needed in terms you- of we addressed the positions... No, whether or not with the personnel that came in were the right ones, we can all argue about whether or not David Louise was a good option to bring in. But look, we identified and we got a hold of arguably one of the most promising centre-backs in world football, in William Saliba. We got him done. We got Kieran Tierney in, a guy who ticks some boxes for us in terms of homegrown statuses, uh, as well as being a really good left-back as well. I think the biggest issue we've got is the person we've got in charge to integrate them hasn't integrated them well. And we can see that. I think that's the biggest problem. If we get... Now, you know, if Raul turns around and he fires Emery tomorrow, this conversation's going to be slightly different, isn't it? If he comes in, if he walks out and he's in the dugout on Sunday against Norwich different question of whether or not the board or the footballing part of the board of Raul and Edu should have, should have reacted. And, ooh, I, I, yeah, I gotta be honest. I think, you know, this has been going on long enough. If I'm, you know, but you know, in that terms really... of managers that are, in terms of managers that are available. Yeah. You could, could happily say that. I think we took long enough trying to find a replacement for Arsene. I wouldn't want to rush in to try and find a replacement for Unai for one reason, uh, one reason only. You go from someone like David Moyes and then the next guy they bring in isn't a success either because they rush. My one one argument, and I get what Josh is saying, and I tend to agree to a certain extent, perhaps the reason why he hasn't gone yet or anything else, we we don't know. He might go tonight for all we know. but perhaps the reason why is because they've got a particular person in mind or they've got a list of people and they can't get them until a certain date or until the end of the season or until January or whatever it is, or there's still some, maybe they're already talking to someone and it's all being done behind closed doors at the moment and it's going to happen in a few weeks, whatever it is. The issue I have with that is that things are only going to get worse the longer Emery stays there. And it's it's beyond being Emery's fault. Like, like I already said, it's Raul and everyone else's decision makers. So it's to the, for me to the point now where the best thing for the players, the club, the fans, and just the general mood and attitude around the club, the training ground and everything, is to say, thank you, Unai. Like, it hasn't worked out. Part ways with him and just say, Freddie, look, you're in charge. We are bringing someone in. But until then, you're going to be the man. You're going to be in charge. The players like you. They respect you. The fans love you. You know about the club. You know the way we want to play football. Regardless of the results that come out of it, it just changes the whole atmosphere around the club. 
that to me at this point is it's just a no-brainer. You, you just have to do it because the longer he stays there, the worse it gets. And it also increases the likelihood of players like Abamyang not signing a new deal, Lacazette not signing a new deal, you know, Terea trying to leave in January, all these things. None of that's good. You think William Saliba is not seeing what's going on whilst he's over in France going, oh, fucking hell, maybe uh, is there a way I can get out of this or maybe stay here for longer or, you know, those kind of things. None of this is good the longer he stays there. But this has been going on now for a couple of months. Mm. Okay. But it's, 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 but you look, tonight is a perfect example. You said about the surprise of Aubameyang starting the yeah. game. You're not necessarily expecting that because we were already, we were 10 points in the group. We were, we we're not guaranteed to be go through yet, but we're near enough of there. You didn't really need to play him, but he no. went out and picked what he thought was the best available team he had. That wasn't a, I'm going to mix and match it a bit. That was, he's put in pretty much the best players minus Lacazette and Pepe, although we're still not sure whether he actually likes Pepe or not. Um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, or as a Spud fan in there called him Popeye, 72 million for Popeye, which I did actually. Fair enough, that's pretty funny. Even for a Spurs fan. Um, but yeah, he really went for it tonight. And when you go for it that much at home, we haven't lost at home all season. And you can't do it against the Frankfurt team, who I think even the Frankfurt fans in the box will say, have been really struggling this season and are not the same team that they used to be. That is, that's it. And the players genuinely did give up. And I think if anyone was watching that game, they saw them give up, especially when that second goal went in. They just had nothing left. They were just not interested whatsoever. No, absolutely. I think that's the difference, isn't it, that we've seen from the previous performances, that the players still look like they they at least at cared least a little tried. bit. Yeah. They at least tried. And that's when, whenever you see a manager go, you know, even when Jose Mourinho had Chelsea in 17th mm. a few seasons ago, whilst the players still kind of cared a little bit, he was still in place. And to be fair, you know what they did the next season? They won the league because they didn't have European football. Yeah, they've done that badly. If, if I'm honest with you, I, I don't think they've cared for a while. I think if you're looking at something like Lacazette or Aubameyang, okay, you look at last season and you look at them, then, yeah, I go back to Merton Ramsey, go for nothing, okay? And not because I'm a Rambo fanboy, but because he's one of your more effective players in the squad. And why are we letting him go for nothing? It doesn't make any sense, okay? Where does that leave us? And then, you know, you're bringing in... Okay, so Saliba's one, you know, a bright young hope, but he's not good for now. He's he's going to look good in two to three years. You know what I mean? Mart- Martinelli been far more effective than we thought he'd be. Meanwhile, Ceballos, bang average. Okay, absolutely awful. Pepe has been bang average. You know, uh, you know these these players have no effect, and you know, don't tell me these guys aren't looking around that pitch and thinking. Well, why are we setting up this way? You know, you're not giving us a chance to succeed. And you're seeing players like Wenduzi being rewarded for average performance after average performance. You know, meanwhile, Torreira has been left on the bench, no chance of getting on to prove himself. The setup's all wrong. You, you've got a guy with no plan who's got no direction. And that, you know, they, they haven't wanted to play for him for a long time. But now they just don't even care about showing it. Yeah, but that's the difference is we can say irrespective, but a board will still, you know, they'll go to the training pitch and they'll see players put in an effort and they'll see them on a Saturday afternoon on the pitch. They're still putting in some kind of effort. They might be only playing for themselves, 
but they're still playing. And whilst that's still there, you know, you're not going to act as quickly as you need to, or at least it's given them time. I mean, you know, if we can see it, you know, people that are paid millions upon millions of pounds to do it for a living can probably see it as well. Uh, absolutely. Um, right. Okay. So Akib Al, oh, yes, Akib has smashed in the donation. Thank you, Akib Al. And he says, feel sorry for Emery. This is in the, on the board now. I think it's all, it, it's all on Rolls on the All on Rolls on the And that's, that's it for me, you know. I've got to be honest with you. So um, before we go to questions, guys, the, you know, for me, I, I, yeah, I'm a bit, you, you know, we all know it. Once I don't like somebody, I don't like them, okay? You know, but for me, this can all go, you know, we look at Sunday, he's happy enough in front of the cameras when he's being lauded for a transfer window, okay? But when I'm when, when things are tough, you know, he's 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 dodging the cameras quicker than Ivan Gazidis was. Um, I think it's all down on him. Your opinions, please. Josh, John, you can start then off to Josh. Um, yeah, I think it is down to Raul now. Look, their their roles are vaguely defined, but he is head of football. That that ultimately the buck stops with him in terms of his job. The only way it could possibly not be his fault is if he's gone to the Cronkies, uh, in particular Josh, as he seems to be the active member of the family actually involved in the club, who's actually been at quite a lot of games this season, um, and said to him, we need to get rid of Unai, and Josh Cronkie said no. I can't imagine that's the case. I don't know, but, you know... Um... Could you imagine that? I'm sorry, okay, but I'm sorry. You know, so if, if, if you are head of football, mm. and you turn on Josh Cronkie and say, Josh, we need to get rid of him now. You know, it's it's not worked out. It's the wrong fit. Can we get rid of him now, please? We need to get somebody else in. And can you imagine if Josh Cronk says no? You know, at that point, he turns and Josh, you know nothing about football, mate. Get rid of the get rid of the monkey now, okay? Because every nobody's winning yet. Nobody's yeah. winning. You know, Josh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just yeah. saying it is. A, it is a, obviously it's a possibility, and it's the only rationale I can come up with, other than what Josh touched on earlier that maybe they have got a target and it's just not available yet, and they don't want to move them on until they can guarantee they can get that target, um, whoever it is, or maybe they've got a few. I don't know. Um, but it's the only reason why I can think they haven't done it. Is literally the only reason because they they're not stupid. They look at statistics and they look at the form. They look at how we're playing. Yes, they're always going to go on a little bit longer than fans. They've got more patience than us because they've been in football longer than us. They they know that teams go up and down and you can have bad periods. But it's only trending in one direction, and I guarantee players have gone and spoken to him. Absolutely guarantee players have gone and spoken to Rasanyagi and said, "I, I don't want to play for this man anymore." They're not. If if they haven't spoken directly, then they definitely would have told their agents, and their agents will be telling uh, them. Look, they'd have told him. Okay, the inf- the information would have got to them. Yeah, for sure. Josh, Josh, you know, expand on that, mate, because I want your I want your views on this, please. Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with John. Really, that where we've got with kind of Sanyehi and trying to get rid of Unai. It's one of those, if you look at where we are in the season and where we are in kind of other seasons and other teams, international, not international, winter breaks are coming up, what, in the Bundesliga next week? 
Um, and we're getting the same for Chinese Super League finishes next week as well. Plenty of managers that are available there that will happily step away at that kind of time or clubs will let them go at that point because there's like that mini pre-season that they can have again or full pre-season in Chinese Super League kind of world. So I'm not too worried so long as they've got targets identified and it's a case of us putting faith on that. I will say they have come out and given the, um, what was it? Oh, the vote of confidence, wasn't it? A couple of weeks ago that they came out and gave. And I think at that time I said, that's it. He's gone because no club puts out a statement of a vote of confidence and then keeps the manager three weeks later. I can't think of any club that's done it. And I think it'll be be the same here. They'll be gone. He will be gone because we're two weeks ago that that piece came out and we said we're giving Unai time. And I think as soon as that came out, you knew, yeah, they're looking. They're starting to look. And where we were with the season, the players hadn't given up yet. Now they have. Now they really have. And that's where I think, yeah, we'll, we'll see this movement. And now that the Rams are bumming out their season as well, the Cronkies really do really just get to look at us now because... The round's just going to be shit for the rest of the season. It's going to be horrible. <laughs> no comment, mate. No comment. Um, Jets are winning. I can't believe it. And they are awful. Um, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But leave it there. Uh, let's go to some questions then, guys, because this has been one painful night of football. I don't, you know, I don't think I've watched anything that insipid in quite some time. It, it, it truly was awful. Uh Somebody wanted to the box. I'm in the questions. John, you're going to take the first one. Junior Gunner asks, on a serious note, would you take Pochettino on Arsenal? He has a history of improving mid-level players to high-quality players and can work with a limited budget. Thoughts? Yes, I would. I know people don't want him because he was at Spurs and blah, 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 and they didn't want Mourinho and so on. I don't care. I want a manager who's good. But he took... This is the horrible bit where I have to be vaguely nice about that mob. Um, He took a team that was underfunded, players that were underpaid, developed them, took players from the youth academy as well and made them a consistent Champions League club and took them to a final last season. Yeah, there were wobbles along the way and they got a bit lucky against Ajax with them collapsing and stuff like that. But you need those things to happen in football. There's no denying that he massively improved that team and improved a hell of a lot of players. He has a very distinct style of football. It's clear what he wants to do. He he already knows the league inside and out. Um, He knows European football as well. And, yeah, I, I don't see why you wouldn't even consider looking at him. I don't think it will happen, personally. I'd love it to. I think he's a great manager. I don't think he'll come to Arsenal. I think he would say no. And I think, if anything, he's probably likely to end up at Bayern Munich. But there you go. Okay. Josh, um, Julian Salmon asks, what's your opinion on the Wolves coach, a spirit of Santa or whatever his name is? Um, uh, um, would you take him over Poch? Uh, Nuno threw away a two-goal lead earlier. Um, so Arsenal DNA. Arsenal <laughs> DNA. Get him in. No, I wouldn't. I wasn't purpose for that line. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would also say thank you for the two donations that came in as well. Uh, Jamie Fitzgrade got it right first time that time, uh, saying please change the manager of my club or club 
please. Uh, I'm assuming Arsenal fan, right? Um, and then hopefully our next manager, uh, Julian Nagelsmann has slid in with uh, 10 Canadian dollar dues. Uh, hello, Monsieur. Kannst du dein normal Mr. Klassen unzu Arsenal bringen? Um, my German is not that great, as you could all tell from that. Um, I, I think, think it's something I know like. I know who that is. I think it's something along the lines of uh, can you do your normal masterclass and bring it to Arsenal or something like that? Yeah. It's definitely uh, Arian, but yeah, it, it's something along those lines. But Arian, I will try my hardest. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Sorry, Julian. Julian, I should say. Not, yeah. not Arian, of course. Uh, and I don't know if that was to Jason or to you, John, because <laughs> Mr. Monsoor, Monsoor Welsh could be either. Yeah. Um, or, or hair Welsh, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, to answer the question on Nuno, no, that kind of Wolves are great against teams that kind of control possession, have the ball. They lost twice against Huddersfield last season, the worst team we saw in the Premier League. Even we beat Huddersfield. Just just uh, team we saw in the, in, in the yeah. league as well. But, you know, there were other... T- I swear, I'd need to look at the figures, but I'm going to put this wild fact out there because it is the time for wild, inaccurate facts. But I reckon they had a better ru- uh, record against the top six in the table than they did against the bottom six, that Wolves side. Because of how he set up. And we're not there yet. If we were like the Liverpool also runs that were in eighth and were just a proper med- mid-table side that could deal with not having the ball and everyone was trying to play the ball against them. Yeah, we could get Nuno in. But with the Arsenal, our kind of Arsenal ways are controlling possession, playing good attacking football. And that's not what you get with Wolves. Yeah, no, I, 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 my one concern about that is you know, um, Mendes is is uh, Nuno's agent. Is this just a case of Raúl is just somebody who will do what super agents want? Well, okay. that's not the super agent we're on anymore. Um, it's Edu you want to be worried about, and Kaya Yakrohi. Yeah, his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kia or whatever it is. That's the one. Yeah, the Iranian chap. Yeah, and yeah, he's, yeah. He's the one to not get worried about. You know, he's got some good clients, but he's the serious one to look out for because he was running Corinthians by, via the back door when Edu was there. Yeah. So that's the one to look at. Okay, well, look, um, you know, it's a concern for me because, you know, you 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 look at the Barca setup; it's all done to the president. He's the one making the big decisions. Okay, when you're looking Ooh. at something like um. Uh, so Raul. interestingly, Barcelona, sorry to come in yeah. on there. Um, you know their shirt sponsor, Rakuten. Yeah. You know who um, got that deal for them? Gerard Piquet. Nothing to do with the president. Piquet has got so many contacts in there. He, <laughs> he's, he's doing... No wonder. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to be his mate. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Uh, I can't remember where I heard yeah, that. It's, it's, such a big, it's such a big brand anyway, they... <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, you know, I mean, to be fair to them, they they're not. And you to know, be they're... fair, they've still got an awful manager in charge of them as well in Valverde. Are they, are they top of the league? 
Yeah, but you got Messi in the team. I don't care. They're still top of the league. You know, look, it's one of those, isn't it? I, you know, I'm, I'm just worried because I, I, I look at Raul and he's got Charlotte said, I don't use the word fraud. Okay, I may have used the word fraud about Ivan Gazidis in the past, but I don't use it. Right? Oh? But Raul suddenly he has got fraud written all over him. And, and that's my view in it. Hello to Craig Scott. Hi, Craig. How are you, pal? Hope you're well. He's in the box. Um, say hello to Craig. He does um, same old Arsenal with the boys. Excellent podcast. Talking of which, I was on, and I, I do apologise. I was on from Dial Square to where last week with Andrew the Hinkley Gooner, um, and he had Nigel Winterburn on. Loads of fun doing that. Really enjoyed. Um, go and check out um, uh, same old Arsenal. From Dial Square to where um, Mr. Arsenal TV, Ryan as well. Check them out, guys. There's lots of good content out there. Um, also, last week, I was, we were talking about um, uh, The Athletic, and I'd like to, like to read Jockman. I like to read um, uh, Luke Miller, Dave Faber, The Goonaholic. I forgot Jimmy Housen. Jim Housen. I like reading Jim Housen as well. Always interesting. So if you want a good blog or anything, read those guys. Um, next question, guys, because I know it's, it's been a tough one tonight, isn't it? Um, I'm going to answer this one. Christopher Gronig asks, do you guys actually feel anything anymore? I'm feeling dead inside when it comes to the Arsenal. It's so sad, but it's reality at the moment. It's getting tougher, isn't it? I don't know about you guys, but every game I watch at the moment... There's no excitement anymore. The joy has been sucked out of it. You know that. You know the butterflies. They're they're not there anymore. John, your thoughts? Yeah, I'd always get. Um, I don't know, like excited before games or anxious or. I don't know. There'd be some games you look forward to more than others, and the Europa League games are never the most exciting or whatever, but it'd still be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get to see so many younger kids play tonight, and you'd you get excited about that, and that'd be the thing you focus on. But now I'm just like... I don't, honestly, if it wasn't for doing this podcast, I think I'd struggle to watch at the moment. I mean, I still would, because I'm just a sucker for punishment, and you can't help, because it's the Arsenal, it's still your team and you support them, but... There isn't a lot of reason to, to to sit there and watch the games anymore. And fair play to the fans that still go to the stadium and pay the money because I I fucking wouldn't. I tell you what, I I would not at all. Josh. Uh, yeah, I mean this is the worst run I've witnessed in my living memory of seven without a win. That's damning, isn't it? I've seen worse than this. That's because you're fucking old, Jace. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> the sad thing is, okay, I've seen worse than this, but I don't think I've seen as joyless as this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's a difference in playing badly and it being exciting, and you know it being a bit of a roller coaster. And but this is this is awful. This is just... <clears throat> he's uh, he's Terios Nilos. <laughs> He's not that good. And that's the sad part is it's the fit is just all wrong, okay? 
And for anybody, in, you know, for Raul to be able to look anybody in the mirror and say, we have faith in Unai Emery. Well, I'm sorry, Raul Sanlehi, but you don't know what you're doing. You don't know anything about football, mate. You've got the contacts. That's fine, OK? Everybody wants to be mates with the guy from Barcelona because the checkbook he reveals about. That's easy. This is the Arsenal. It's not easier. You've got to do some work and you've got to earn the right to bloody for that tag head of football to get your finger at your backside and start doing something about it because at the moment mate you're the biggest fraud at the club you know it's a, it's a joke absolute joke sorry um, bum, 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 onwards John question for you Pete Colson asks looking at the body language of the players in the last 15 minutes are they giving up in hope that Emery will get sacked I think there was a that I mean we've kind of already touched on it, but I honestly think there was a point in that game where they just I'm not going forwards. There was times when Ozil got the ball, just slowed it right down. It's like could I play the forward pass? Didn't want to. Abamyang didn't want to. Shaka, no, not interested. Um the young players I thought still tried to go forwards and do something, and I think that's just an age thing. But yeah, the majority of that team just went, No, I'm not. I'm not interested. I have no interest in playing for this guy. You saw it when Ozil was coming on and he was being substituted. You know, I was talking to him and Ozil basically couldn't give a fuck. And that's not me singling. I'm not trying to sing about Ozil at all. I'm just saying, I think that's the majority of the squad right now. Just don't want to listen to him. I absolutely agree. Um, Josh, bless you. Um, have you blown now? Yeah, there's a sneeze in there somewhere. It'll come out at some point. Bless you when it comes. And some guy, some guy donated five dollars, and he asked a question, and he said, "Did any of you actually think we would come away with a win today? You first. Yeah, I thought so, but then what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> John, yeah, uh, I thought it was going to be a draw. I didn't think we'd win. But... I genuinely thought we'd win this today, and I think we're going to Norwich. I, to be fair. Too- I did my work sweepstake predictions today for the game at the weekend, and I put us down as a two-all draw. Ooh. But I, uh, you, you know, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, Josh, this one's for you from Peter Colson. Some sources have been saying Emery was unofficially sacked after the Southampton game, but we are waiting to finalise the successor before announcing. Your thoughts? That seems weird. Yeah, I don't unofficially. Get that sacked but we kept him in place you either rip the plaster off or you don't kind of thing um yeah i think that's the the false sources trying to save face rather than anything going oh yeah no he is sacked oh uh, yeah i said he was sacked but he's not actually sacked he's uh he's in place and you we're just waiting for a successor now nah, fucking bollocks he's yeah, still I in mean- place um yeah i i don't think I don't think he was unofficially sacked or whatever. We just didn't sack him. We're still waiting for his successor. Yeah, he's in place, but you don't unofficially sack someone. Nah. And to be honest, if you're going to kick some geezer in the balls, you kick him in the balls. That's it. Yeah. You know, you don't, yeah. don't mess up. I think um, that's the shit ITK is trying to say face and that's it. And this is the thing, okay? They're flying around everywhere. It's just, it's, it's nuts, isn't it? You know? Um, John, Jim Housen asks... Um, if Poch signs, would he be viewed as a Spurs reject? 
Um, no, I think people, there'll be some people that will cling on to the fact that they don't like him because he was at Spurs and he didn't win any trophies, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I'll be very quick to point out that he's one of the most successful managers in the history. And it's just the fact that Spurs, they don't win trophies. <laughs> that, that Champions League final was nice, wasn't it? So mm. quick look, how many likes have I got? 121. 121 likes. Chat box, you are a shower of shit. That is embarrassing. You should be ashamed of yourselves, okay? If I ain't got 150 likes, too sweet, okay? You're all Unai Emery's. No messing about. Bloody disgrace. Um, I'm going to answer the next one. Jimmy H29 asks, would you rather keep Unai? Would you, sorry, would you rather Unai keep going as manager or take a reach around from your mum to bring um, Unai to an end? <laughs> Either way, it's not a happy ending. I'm not sure what to say about that. I'm not answering that at all. I mean, the, the advantage of getting a reach around from your mum is that you can't see her doing it. Whereas at the moment, I can see the car crash that is Arsenal. I don't want to think of a reach around from my mum. That's that's just wrong. Can I have a reach around from your mum? Is that all right? Or are we not allowed to do that? <laughs> oh, look, I've angered him, chat box. Look at that face. I'm in for it now. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> my, my poor mum doesn't want crabs. <laughs> my poor mommy doesn't need chlamydia. Okay. <laughs> She can keep a marigold on, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Move on, move on quickly, Jess. Move on quickly. (laughs) uh, Josh Richard Gareth asks your choice of manager. Uh, We're all going to answer this one. Your choice of manager, and then your realistic choice of manager. Choice of manager, I would say, would be Julian Nagelsmann. But realistic choice, because I don't think he's leaving RB Leipzig anytime soon. Oh, uh, excellent question. Should go Rafa to the end of the season? Rafa Benitez? I'm not even convinced by it, though, for realistic. Someone that's got some experience would be nice. None of this Arteta or Jumberg or anything like that. I'll just say Rennie Mullenstein, Alan Kirbishley. Steve McLaren, all great assistants. Yeah, remember them? Amazing assistants for great managers. Nah, fuck off. I bring in John Torshak just to annoy people. <laughs> John. Does he speak Spanish yet? Yeah, he does. Um, my, my choice of manager and my realistic choice are actually the same person because I think they fill both roles. Uh, it's Arteta. So, yeah, why go for a winner when you can have somebody unproven? I, yeah, I, yeah, that's I, all right. Let's let's get Rennie Mullenstein in again. It'd be great. I, I gotta be honest, with you, my choice and my realistic choice are the same, guys. And so I agree. It is. We're still a big club. You know, we keep on doing ourselves down. There's there's a bit too much to and throwing on um, the reality of the situation here. Um, it's, oh. it's doubt. Are we going to show the ambition? Do you, do you know who is an unproven manager? Pep Guardiola. What when he was uh, managing? Actually, a team in a division, Barcelona B. The Spanish second division is not a division. That's even less of a division of fucking Liga. Them being an assistant, not managing. Hmm? So having you managerial know, you know experience is now. Is un- you know who else is unproven? Is doing really well this season. Frank Lampard. After a season at Derby. 
Yeah, what where he failed and didn't get him promoted. Yeah. To be fair, you had, you had, you had yeah. Leeds fans taking the mickey out of him last season. Leeds United. Yeah. Uh, I do have my real realistic choice though. It just struck me. Uh Kayado, the, the guy from River Plate. He'd be my realistic choice of manager. Okay, okay. You can't have a hipster on without a hipster choice manager. No, yeah, I was about to say you don't have much, <laughs> much hipsterishness. I just best? want Arteta to walk in with perfect hair and punch every single player in the bollocks and then just sort them out. Because he doesn't give a fuck about not being liked. Uno looks like he's about to have a like a serious like mental health crisis. I, 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 I'm I, really sorry for him now. I, I'm genuinely concerned for him. I've got to be. Yeah. He looked. He looked absolutely. He's awful. a broken man. Even on the the pictures of him at yeah. the training ground, he looks in bits. Yeah. Do you think it's because the players have started eating garlic? <laughs> oh, Oh God! You know, I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm not sure what's worse, our performance tonight or that pun. I'm not sure. That wasn't a pun, mate. Just saying, these <laughs> guys are fucking vampire. <laughs> That's the reason why they can't sack him. Raul's looking around for a wooden stake and a silver bullet. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Raul's had enough stakes over the years. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John um, Loud asks, would you tolerate Emery until the end of the season if a genie promised you the perfect manager next season? No. I've got to agree with that. I'm sorry, I've just got to agree with that. No. Don't get me wrong, the perfect manager would be amazing, but um, I just, I, I cannot watch another, oh Jesus, how many months is it? Five, six months of this football? Just him and the misery around the club. Because he's just going to get worse. I, I, I don't it. But I don't think people understand, okay? I mean, look, when we said doing... The, when we promised we would go live after every game, it was our sends last season. And that was... The away games are horrible to watch. Mm. Okay, they were really hard to do the shows after a while. The home games are all right. But the, the away games are, were hard. And then you have the excitement of the new manager. And I think we were we all bought into Unai. I don't think there was anybody, there were no condescending voices or um, you know, there's no dissension in the ranks here. We all thought, right, let's give this guy a chance. Yeah. And then the football started last season, and okay, you know, we're not playing well, but you know, we, we the first two games are gimmies. You know, they had no hope there. We go in the 22 game and beat them, and then it's like yeah, but we're not playing well, are we? And it never, it, you know, it, it never got, performance never got going. And you just, you know, we, we, we had to address that as, you know, the, the show's got to be honest. And we started getting stick for, oh, you're slagging off the manager already. That's really classy. All this business. And it's like, no, the, the football's just awful. Mm. Then he brought Bromsey back in the squad in the, in the, in the January and we start winning again. And, you know, it, it was pretty obvious when you looked at it, what was happening. Then he gets injured and the end of the season was just atrocious. And yet, it's just been, it's never been great in Runa, is it? No. It's like I said earlier, some, sometimes a manager just doesn't fit a club. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's, had a, he's had a fantastic career already. It's not like he's not going to get a job somewhere else. You know, he's won trophies. Um it just sometimes it just doesn't gel. Personalities don't match. Whatever it is, it just hasn't worked for him. 
Yeah, West Ham would West Ham would be a good fit for him when they sat Pellegrini. Yeah. That's his kind of level. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, it might be. Maybe he just does need that mentality of the club where it does feel like they've got to be the underdog or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it is, but you put him into Wolves, he'd do great there as well. Another team like a, you know, like to sit back and then break quickly. He'd do yeah. all right there, but not yeah, us but... because we like to control the ball. And we were expected to control the ball as well, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, right, last question for all of us. Michael Harneman asks, how many goals are Norwich going to beat us by on Sunday if Emery still has a job? Is that home or away? I can't remember. It's away. Away. Oh, Christ. It's in the uh, Gibraltar land. Well, first of all, um, we're going to struggle to watch that one because the internet in Norwich is terrible, as we know. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, away from home, Norwich, they've not been great this season. I'd say they'll beat us by at least two goals. Right. Um, Josh? Uh, I have us drawing that game. So, no goals. Okay, okay. Um, I think we're going to win. I always think we're going to win. And Yeah, you know, we're going to beat them by two. I don't believe it, but there you go. Um, 95 Winston, Johnny Boy's in the box. Oh, you put Johnny right, pal? Um, <sighs> chat box, chat box, chat box, 129 likes. You are Unai Emery, but a little bit worse. You're an absolute disgrace. But you have been quite funny tonight, so thank you very much. Um, i tell you who has been good tonight is Jay Rob's been great. Michael Harneman. Gabriel Gamal Kaufman, Unique 79, Jamie Fitzgrave, um, Tieno Barry, Sam Guy, Brendan Almeida, Jim Housen, Jonas Berg, Michael Harneman, Ed Loud, Jamie Fitzgrave again, again, Johnny Gardner, Gabriel um, Gamal Kaufman again, Michael Harneman again, um, Akib Alias, Jamie Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald again, sorry. Um, Arian Hadari, aka Julian Nagelsman. And Fitzgerald goes in again. He's spamming us with donations. What a man. Um, thank you, mate. Um, they've all donated. Thank you ever so much, guys. All that money's going to November. Um, what's the date on things, man? I'm not sh- just not rich. Sunday 1st. Yeah, yes, first, yeah, first December. Yeah. yeah, um, any more donations, guys? They have to be in before on Saturday, before Sunday, okay? So, um, we'll probably check Sundays in as well, to be honest, but you know, that's the way it is. But no, thank you, guys. Um, uh, you know, with everything that's happened this season, we really just, you know, with thank you ever so much for your help with them. Um, uh, the Movember, fair play to um, Josh, Danny, uh. Shredder and Ellis uh, for doing it. You know, it's, they're superb. Um, and we've got a couple of quid now. So, Daniel, let us know exactly how much. Um, but, you know, we, we really do appreciate it. Thank you ever so much. Um, yeah. Um, you've let us down badly on the likes situation. You should be ashamed of yourselves. But what you can do is give us a five-star um iTunes rating. We haven't, got, we haven't had many of those recently. So, come on. Get, that you guys just really annoyed me with two stars. And I don't know what it was. They said two stars that much, really. They, they, that's what they said. 
We only accept one star reviews or five star reviews. Yeah. We'll take nothing in between. <laughs> uh, it's one of those things, you know. Just don't, don't, don't you know? And if you don't like us personally, that's fair enough. You know, I can be a pretty obnoxious bloke at times, okay? But I, you know, that, that's fine. I don't mind you not liking us. But just because we two stars because we de um, defended Jacques. That's pathetic. That's really lazy. You should have got one star. If, if you, you can, if you can find five reasons to hate us, leave a five star review. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, there you hey. go. Instead I, of leaving I, us five one star reviews, just just consolidate it into one easy to manage five star review. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Um, <laughs> nice. I like that a lot. Well done. Um, yeah, guys. Thanks for support, lads. Uh, it's tough times at the Arsenal. I'm not really sure what to say anymore. Um, you know, maybe I think we've gone through it all. It's Groundhog Day at the moment. It's not getting easier, um, but you never know what this week might bring. My thanks to um, everybody listening on any other platform. Your support is always appreciated. Thank you ever so much. Um, for me, Noza, then I'll give you three stars. Would that be okay? <laughs> no, Noza, you're always in there. Five from you, fella. Don't mess about. Um, because and we'll leave a review before Sunday. Yeah, we'll need it for then. Um, Josh, thank you ever so much, mate. That's all right. I'm on my deathbed. This is awful. I'm so ill. Not relative to everyone else who's got problems, but I've got a cold. You haven't got as many problems as Unai Emery at the moment, let's be honest. Hey, <laughs> hey if, I've, if at the end of this, to get rid of my problems, is me to go unemployed and get given £5 million in compensation to sit on a fucking beach, I'll take it. I, you know, I'd do that as well. I'd, go <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. be all yeah. over that. I mean, getting me. pretty sacked yeah. isn't that bad. £5 million quid. Oh, yeah, go on then. I'll do it. Yeah, go on then. Oh, yeah. oh. All I'll do with that. That'll, that'll sort me out for next week anyway. Oh, do you know what, okay, you know, you know. You know, there'd be some monkey custard flying about. That's all I gotta say. Oh, <laughs> John, uh, you were late. I was getting really annoyed with you, but you, you rocked up. So thank you very much. I I mean, you literally said hello as I joined. So oh, yeah, I, I I I I had decided. Fuck him. <laughs> we're yeah. going live. Yeah. So I mean, I was bang on time as far as the listeners are concerned. No, 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 I no, 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 no. I at least had the common courtesy to text Jace that I was having a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said, "Curling one out will be there as soon as." <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I can't argue with that, can I? You know, but there you go. But you know, you annoyed me today. I expect better from you. Fashionably late, mate. Can't help it. Magic, magic. Um, <laughs> dear listener, thanks for support. Um, it's been a painful, painful, painful day. But hey ho, onwards and upwards. Maybe tomorrow. Um, Unai gets the bird. Let's hope so. Jace, switch this shit off. Thanks, guys. Keep it up. Happy awesome. Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. To my American friends. Happy Thanksgiving. Can't wait to see a fight in the car park of Walmart tomorrow. <laughs> just, there was a great uh, tweet earlier on uh, about the, um, the pilgrims. And the Indians, <laughs> and the Indians saying, nah, you're not having any of food, you're not having any of the clothes, you're an illegal alien, get out of building a wall. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, yeah, on that note, take care, yeah. all. good night, keep yeah. it Arsenal. I won't, mention, I won't mention the meme I saw. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. <laughs>